Episode 64 of The Blathering. I don't even know if I should be here today. I, I, I don't know. Not for any dramatic reasons. Not for any uh, sob stories. No more car accidents. For now. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really distracted by some other things in life and some other projects I'm working on. And some things coming up. I get to, I get to, um, I get to go to the Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny premiere event, which is great. Um, it's weird to do that in the middle of a writer's strike. I am acutely aware of that. Um, I, I, I got a, a big project I'm working on for this uh, job over at New Rockstars. And, and uh, I'm like, oh, I got to do the blathering. And I don't know if, oh, I got to do the blathering is the right way to approach the blathering. This this then just becomes content, that that dreaded content word. Which, as I've said before, I, it's, I'm not super offended by that, but also I think it's a problem. You know, it, it's life. <clears throat> so I don't, so I, you know, this show never has a game plan. It's just me, a known asshole, sitting in his home studio, with the lights down low, so you don't see the food in my beard, and trying to communicate to y'all. Some people uh, were very nice about last week's episode on aliens and drag queens. And I just want to reach out. And say, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and a lot of you uh, reach out to say some nice things uh, to me, but also just say, share some things uh, about uh, what matter, how that all matters to your own life. The, more the drag shows than the aliens, but the aliens as well. And uh, I really appreciate that. But, it, it's, but it's not about me. It's about you and your stories. And, and I, I love to say anything that might connect with others out there. And I, was, I still I want to go back to that drag show. Screw it, might do, maybe just shut this blathering down right now and go record. Uh, this is uh, recorded on, on uh, Trump's uh, second indictment day. And um, I made a, a, a kind of a quiet promise to myself that unless uh, I, I, I will not back away from any uh, political or, or social issues that I feel need to be addressed here or that anger me or, or any of that stuff. Um, but I, I, I also want to focus on other things and not 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 feel as though I have to rage every week or even address things every week. Not because I want to turn it off. I That's what I do every day. You want to know what I watch on YouTube in the morning? I wake up, I watch, I really like that guy, Bo of the Fifth Column. Uh, I watch him. I watch that David Pacman show, which is weird because I worked with like a David Pacman, but it was not him. Uh, Sam Sater, CNN, MSNBC. Uh, I'll go to Mr. Beat, uh, uh, not Mr. Beast, Mr. Beat, the History Channel, Cynical Historian. Uh, I, I watch, that's what I watch in the morning. Have my cup of coffee, uh, get some uh, viewpoints on the world, get some history lessons and just kind of take in the world. I also watch the new YouTube channel. It's not new, but I discovered it recently. Popped into my algorithm, that dreaded fucking algorithm. Sorry, sorry. Uh, and it's, uh, it's called Reporting from Ukraine. And great six-minute, just direct uh, reports on what's actually going on in Ukraine, and it's a, it's an interesting, uh, dare I say, exciting time. Is Ukraine is is making some gains, taking some chances. The, 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 that that horrible thing with the dam, and uh, the Kherson region uh, region being uh, uh, destroyed, which is uh, you know. Disaster of its own making, and, and um, of, of Russia's making, I'll say. Uh, so I, I'm keeping up on that, right? I, I, I don't, no foot off the gas pedal of that every day. Then at night, I, I watch ASMR videos, right? I don't watch, I don't watch much else. 
don't watch much much else. So it's all in my head right now. So I'm sitting down to record, and in the Trump indictment, I'm watching interviews, watching clips, and to the point where I'm done watching it. I'm done watching it because I'll click on the news stories to keep informed, to be clear, but I'm done watching the sense of this. He's a fucking clown. Uh, he's guilty of all this shit, right? Gu- guilty till proven innocent. Of course, of course. And he, and you know what? Again, they might find him innocent. I don't care. This is who he is. He's shown people who he is for a long time. So uh, all the political commentators, the news anchors who are doing great news and great coverage and saying the right things, love it. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change the minds of folks. And then the people draping themselves in uh, American flags and All Lives Matter shirts and, uh, you know, Uncle Sam top hats. uh, They go around looking like a dumb version of Sam the Eagle and they go to the out there and, you know, they're interviewed and we all make fun of them. It, it, It ain't doing anything. Right. And I'm, this isn't one of those both sides are the same because they're not because they're not. And don't for one second think both sides are the same. Uh, it's absolutely not true. Go talk to the people affected. I, ha- I had a family member tell me this. I, I just I just think all, all politicians are it's just kind of uh, it's just kind of bull roar. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Politics is politics. And don't think I think any different of that. Uh, just, you know, uh, politics is, is, is a career people want to keep in their career and they hold on to power. But so this person was kind of like, I, you know, I don't, so I don't pay attention anymore. That's a privilege, right? That's a privilege. You don't need to pay attention. That's the problem. You, you cannot pay attention. Your life won't change. There's people out there whose lives, whose very existences and very identities are being voted on. So they need to care. So on that alone, I feel we should care. But if you, whether 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 Trump is found guilty or innocent or not, I, I hope I hope he's found guilty. I don't think he'll do time. I don't think he'll be locked up. I think there'll be some sort of plea or bargain or house arrest or something. I don't know. Lock him into a Mar-a-Lago bathroom and leave him there. We just he cannot run because the chances of him winning are stunningly, mind-bogglingly good. Because people don't like to engage with what actually is happening. And that's what I'm seeing a lot out there. It's great that Chris Christie, who's a guy as a politician, I used to like some of Chris Christie's stuff. And then he, he buddied up with Trump for six years and uh, did some power plays during the COVID lockdown where he and his family went to the beach where everyone else, you know, stayed inside. And that, that, that shit bothers me. Gavin Newsom, I like a lot of stuff Gavin Newsom says. I live in his state. It's great, but, you know. Perception's reality. When you're out there going to fancy restaurants and, and even, you know, people weren't supposed to see, well, that's the problem, right? I, I, so Christie's one of those. I lost a, a lot of faith in and a lot of interest in. Uh, but I like what he's saying now. He's out there on the trail. He's on the campaign trail and he's, he's uh, you know, straight shooting about Trump. Better late brave than never. I'm fine with it. But I just don't think it will reach the ears of the people who... I think need to change and need to look at the world differently. It's never going to happen. And that sounds hopeless. It sounds hopeless. This is the save what we love part of my life. How can I comfort those around me? How can I help those around me? How can I stay plugged in and stay voting and stay uh, uh, involved in that stuff and make changes where you can, but you can't change 
the rally outside of a courthouse with MAGA heads. You can. If they haven't seen the light on the road to Damascus at this point, they're never. They're never going to see it. It's, it. it's why I will always hear your conspiracy theories, but I'll never embrace them. You have to really, it's going back to alien sing last week. You have to lay it out on paper. I have an update thought on that too. Anyways, but I, but I'm watching this stuff to watching the interviews and talking to some folks. It, 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 it's driving me crazy. And that's kind of where I was going with like Chris Christie of it all. Asia, Asia, what's his name? Asia, Asia, Hutch, it's not going to work here anymore. I don't know. He, he, you know, I, Romney, I don't think, I don't, I don't know if I voted for Romney in 2012. I, I wouldn't vote for him again, but I like the stuff he says. We need that. We need that. But he's branded a rhino by those that matter. But it, it, it's it's just frustrating to watch the grift in front of you, to watch Trump go out there and say, oh, I didn't break any laws. This is the Presidential Records Act, which is civil. It's civil, not criminal. He goes to that and you got Marjorie Taylor Greene probably laying pipe bombs around D.C. a, year, a couple of years ago. And here she just just absolutely lying to you. I don't think these people believe 90% of the shit they say. I really don't think that. I really don't think that. Talking about those kind of Republicans, talking about the Matt Gaetzes, um, what's this clown now? Andy Biggs, Andy Higgs. I, have to, I don't even know who the fuck he is, but he's calling for war basically on the streets after this. I don't. I don't think they believe it. Do not think they believe it. But people out there are believing it, and so that's why they're saying it. And the grift is on. The grift is on. The grift is on. And people are buying it. And I don't think you're going to get them out of it. They're buying the conspiracy theories. Those become facts. Any expert is to be doubted. Any truth is to be taken as a lie. What is up is down. We're fucked, man. We're fucked. And that's a downer of a message. I'm trying to be helpful, but I'm watching around today. I'm watching the people. And, and, and what's getting me more upset is you get the clowns who are in it, the clowns who are believing. But then you have people, and I have people in my life who do this. I think we have a big problem of, of admitting when, ah, we might be wrong. I might have come out too hard swinging. I might have held on to something, right? Trust me, no, I'm a stubborn cuss. Stubborn cuss. I keep my Facebook memories up and going. I, I, I go onto Facebook once a day just to make sure my name or face isn't tagged in something dumb. But I also like checking the Facebook memories when they pop up because it's a good record of who you were. That's social media has been around. God, I'm so glad I don't have you know access to my MySpace blogs or uh, my Friendster profile anymore. My Friendster, what were Friendster, Friendster feeps or something? What did we say when we posted on Friendster? I don't know. Did people say, I can't remember how Friendster worked. I remember it. I remember looking at people's photos. I don't remember. I don't know. So maybe historians will tell me. But I like going back and looking at my Facebook memories. It is a reflection and a record of who you were. And I think we all should have a little bit of cringe. And I keep, I've said this before. I, ne- I have never found anything that has made me say, I need to take that down. I am an a-hole. I just... I was talking about this with a friend, uh, uh, a friend this weekend on, on a, a short film I was shooting on, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just your your what you were going for, uh, the way you were approaching, the way you phrased things, what you were attacking versus what you were celebrating. It's just, it's 
I've changed. And I said, I changed too. And one of it popped up today of, uh, I don't like soccer. I don't like the sport of soccer, football across the world. I, I don't like it. I played it for a couple of years. It's just not my thing. And it used to be part of things I used to joke around when times were simpler. I would hack on some of my friends who were big soccer fans, getting some fake fights at a bar over it. You know, not fist fights, but like debates. I I, I, th- I find soccer boring, right? I, I, I do. I do. Um, so I, I, a Facebook post that I made about like 11 years ago uh, this Tuesday popped up and I was reading it. And it's just, it's like two paragraphs about me just being snarky to soccer, the sport, Mr. Soccer, Mrs. Soccer as well, Ms. Soccer as well too, Lady Soccer if you're fancy. All right. And it's just me being like, soccer, you think you're the most popular sport in the world? You're not. Here's why. And it's just me laying out two paragraphs of shit takes. Now, some of them I, I still read. I was reading them. I'm like, yeah, I, I still have that opinion of soccer. It doesn't work for me. I, I don't like it. But I, I am no longer the type that's going to barf that out into the world. Even when I joke about it out, I, you all know, I f- fucking hate in and out it's some of the worst fast food, worst hamburger stuff you could ever have. But people fly out here just for it. And I'll still joke about it. I will defend pineapple at, uh, on pizza because it tastes good, dicks. Well, it's not pizza. I don't care what the fuck it is. I like it. I put it in my mouth. I chew. It makes me happy. Get the fuck out of here. I'm legitimately bad about that. Like, if you want to tease me, I have some friends who tease me. It's, uh, I don't like it. It's not pizza. But the people who come out of the woodwork when I, so I'll say it on a show or something. I try not to anymore. Pro- probably this episode. Someone will comment. But it's not pizza. The fuck it's not pizza. It's fucking pizza. It's, they've got pineapples on it. You don't like it. Don't have it. Don't have it. Celebrate what you love. And that's where I am with soccer. That's where uh, I am with how I would post that stuff. That's people's joy. It's their experiences. Uh, it is for me uh, to sit here and say soccer is dumb and this and that is to deny the experiences, uh, the cultures around the world that enjoy this game. It's a worldwide game for a reason. It's a game that uh, folks of, of uh, certain economic levels can can play versus uh, golf or tennis or even uh, baseball. Um, cricket probably, like, like, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to love about soccer, football, if you want to call it that, for as, as they do around the world. There's a lot to love about it. So my dumbass opinion on it doesn't need to be registered. I don't have to watch it. And that's a change where I look back, I'm like, I have to admit I was wrong, not in my own personal opinions, but how I went about taking other people's joy away. How I went about trying to assert my opinion over others. And I look out there and I see a lot of friends of mine and their uh, our family members even. And, and there's a, there was an attachment to Trump. And it, it to Trump. I can say there's attachment to the Republican Party because that's where that's where they're attached to. But after a while, it became clear that that was it was it was not that party anymore. Whatever you thought of that party. Um, I think it stopped being good after Eisenhower. And by the way, Eisenhower has some sketchy things in him. But everyone does. Um, 
I think Reagan destroyed the middle class. I think it was cold and callous to uh, uh, complete a, a AIDS crisis. Um, I think he was uh, beholden to the religious right as uh, the religious right uh, made a literal deal, pretty much a deal with the devil, if you will, to to forever intertwine the, the Republican Party with the needs of the church. And I think that really is, is, is still felt negatively to this day. And I saw, see a lot of people in that who, who, who maybe see the air of the ways, see where they are now with it. See Trump being indicted for a second time. And they and, and instead of going, I was wrong. This is why I'll take Chris Christie supporting uh, Trump being part of his, you know, trying to be part of his, his cabinet, what he wanted to, attorney general, didn't get all that stuff. And he's running. And this is a way to run. And this is a way, this is a platform to run on, whether he believes it or not. I believe him. But I think that was part of the problem. I think he tried to be beholden to the big R, the big party, and eventually, now he's at the point of going, that was wrong. Accept it a little bit. And he's saying things I agree with. But it's not just about saying things I agree with. It's seeing the way things are. And if you can't see things the, uh, the way they are, you can't pull back from it. You can't learn from it. You become the, they're all the same person. I, I don't even pay attention anymore. It's all just, it's all bullshit. What a chicken shit way to look at it. There was a, a friend I, I, I don't uh, really communicate with anymore. Uh, when I see them, I'm, I'm, I'm cordial, and I actually really enjoy them. And, and maybe the friendship will improve again. But uh, years ago, I'd worked at a company, and, and, and all of a sudden, uh, everyone, um, this person came on board this company and was, they were going to make some changes and this and that, and that's fine. And I was actually excited about that. Uh, and was going to be part of one of the changes, and it was good. And I had changes good, and how can we refresh this is good, and new talent, new faces, and how, new shows, and new ideas. This is, I'm totally good with this. Uh, but then that led to um, uh, the rise of an absolute uh, 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 dipshit of a person uh, that um, destroyed the place. It led to an entire mass layoff of employees, which is part of life. You lose your job. It sucks. A lot of people out there losing their jobs now. Uh, a lot of people will lose their jobs. A lot of people in history have lost their jobs. It sucks. Uh, but it happens. And I lost mine. But there's no singular blame to go around, but there's one person who had showed up, showed up, had kind of pushed for this, had kind of worked behind the scenes, had kind of helped this one person rise to a power internally, even though everyone else was like, ah, are you not seeing what this person, are you not seeing them? You're not seeing what they're doing. And then it costs people jobs. And within three, four days, that, that person, um, Resign, quit. Um, and I just, it was one of those, like, can I forgive this? Yes, I can, because life's too short. But it was one of those things in the moment where it's like, I think we're done here. Uh, you don't get to light the fire, burn it down, and then walk away. I just don't think that works. So I have a lot of friends and family looking at the state of the world right now. And it's not just about Trump or the Republicans. It's, 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 it's about pushing the dark side energy over the light. And if you can't hear the plight of, 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 of the people out there, the oppressed, the underrepresented, or just the poor, if you, if you can't hear the problems, and then when you finally do hear it, and you realize, oops, there might be something here, and instead of finding ways 
to engage with those affected, you, you, you pack up your bags and run away. I think you're a chicken shit. I think, I, and, it, and it affects relationships in my life. We, we, by the way, I, I still, I get a little grumpy uh, with um, a lot of left leaners that, that I just think want to fly over states, not pay attention to the actual, some of the issues, some of the problems people have, you know? Um, that's a problem, right? And I think you have to do the same thing. I think I lose patience for that too. Uh, but not actually um, hearing the, the, the problems and, and solving it. Power corrupts all sides, all people. But that's not a reason to um, throw your hands up and walk away. And that's what's going through my head right now. That's what's going through my head today. I'm watching this guy, this clown, this former president be indicted on 37 counts under the Espionage Act, which is an act that covers a lot of different things. And I'm watching him go to a Cuban restaurant afterwards and putting that weird stunted thumbs up that he can't, he can't I don't know what his arms are doing. And he's smiling, that dumb smile, and he's grifting everybody. And he's grifting, grifting, grifting. And he might grift himself back into the White House again, which is frightening. And it's frightening because people just can't engage with what's in front of them. They can't accept what's in front of them. They can't dig a little deeper and see what's in front of them. And I can't fix it. And you can't fix it right now. And, and that's okay. I'm going to give myself permission to not fix it today. To not fix it today. To have faith in the process. I, I, I'm still a, a, a God-fearing and God-believing uh, human. So it's all part of it. <laughs> and maybe the destruction is part of it. Doesn't mean I have to run headlong into it. Doesn't mean if you see destruction up along the way and you just throw your hands up in the air and go, well, it's faded. It's our destiny. God's in control. I, I don't see, to me, God is in control is not a uh, just uh, put the car into neutral and coast into the sun. You still have choices to make. You still have um, things to do. It's that Star Wars thing and, and just the myth, myth things overall. Destiny is not some uh, theme park track ride that you get on and destiny has put you here and this is what happens. Destiny just takes you to the next choice. And what's in front of you, engage with it. Find out your place in it. Find out what you be in it, want to be in it. And I just, I just, I've lost my words. I've lost my plot. I just don't know what to say anymore. Just don't know. But I do want to come back to the aliens. I do want to talk about that. And on this episode of The Blathering, episode 64, we're going to take a quick break. And then I'm going to come back and do some more alien talk there. All right. Is that a deal? That sounds fun. Does it sound? I don't know if it's fun. Let's just do it. All right. So last week on the show, I talked about that guy who's a whistleblower and says, we, oh, we're definitely picking up um, alien craft and alien pilots. We're definitely doing that. And we're, uh, we're uh, definitely, uh, you know, this is all happening all over the world. And uh, I'm here to tell you all about it because I think the world needs to know. 
And I have, I had to admit that I, I just kind of the way life is going when, um, you know, um, I, I just hadn't had a chance to really dive into what he had, uh, said. I had a chance to watch it all. Right. And I just had to, I had, you know, had to admit it there. Um, and so I did afterwards go to, uh, his interview that was on like news nation, which I still say, I don't hundred percent know if it is, uh, if news, Na- how legit news nation is. Does anyone know? Uh, I, I educate me. I, I do want to be educated on that one. I, I don't know. I try to look up. I did. I, I said, is, 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 uh, is uh, news nation legit? You don't, you type that into Google. You're not going to get uh, what you want to uh, get the information on here. But anyways, point being, uh, and I'm trying to find and, and you know, there's no denying um, I am trying to get some information off my YouTube channel right now while I'm broadcasting to you live. I don't, I do live to tape. So that's, that's what I do. And I think you all know that. So I don't stop. All right. The problem I'm having here is, um, trying to get to the comment section. There we go. There we go. All right. All right. Yeah, there it is. There it is. All right. So there was a great comment. I enjoyed the comment from listener, uh, K Heisig 75. Uh, talking about Bob Lazar and and um, saying, hey, look, I, I, I think uh, people have come forward just a lot side of mainstream media. I think that's true. And it was only recently passed uh, the past four or five years that people could use uh, proper reporting mechanisms to inform superiors in the public. I really agree with that. And there's a stigma around this topic. And I agree with that, actually. I want to talk about that. Um, and he goes into why you'll not see a clear photo, uh, blah, 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 which is something I said on the show. And I responded to maybe clarified um what is but but uh, this listener brought up a great point of of uh, basically the military industrial complex uh, m- maybe needing a new threat and and that's um, that's something that I, I don't look at that as conspiracy theory I think I look at that as yeah no um, they need that uh, speaking of Eisenhower a lot of people know that as he headed out of office he gave his speech in which he did warn about uh, the military industrial complex yeah he did some things to maybe help it emerge but. Um, there's some, some danger in that, and, and you can look up that video, uh, not to get into that uh, rabbit hole. So it's not far-fetched to me, right? This isn't a faked moon landing. This is, uh, well, um, you know, war's not popular. Um, we're not, we, we don't want to really want to go, you know, get into wars. Um, you know, we're looking at what's happening in Ukraine, and I think, I think the U.S. is playing it right. Here's some money and some equipment. Try not to bomb inside Russian territory, but we're good. And as um, people, um, social media raising voices, I think, yeah, the military industrial complex might be, it's one of those things, it's like big oil. You might look over your shoulder and think, what do we need? And so the fact that maybe let's, you know what, there are some things we can't explain. Let's put it out there. And maybe people will, we'll, we'll, now we need a space laser, right? Now we need it. People think they're space lasers, but now we're, we're going to make one and we need the money to do it. You know, it's not far-fetched to me because that's how power works. And they stoke the fears. Um, the 1950s deserve to be studied a little bit more for things like the Red Scare, McCarthyism, where um, fear was monetized. Fear was monetized and things like uh, socialism, communism, which uh, to me has some downsides, having uh, <laughs> having uh, two grandparents have to flee the Soviet Union after World War One. I, I, there's some downsides, I would say to say uh, a little, um, but 
what emerged in the 1950s is the Americana that we know. When you hear uh, the ideas of make America great again, I do think that's what people think. Families, mothers, fathers together, home at dinner, mom at home in the kitchen, kids back from school, hot plate of food on the table for everyone, American flag flapping in the yard, a cross on the wall. That's America, right? And all that is on an individual basis isn't something I super have a problem with. If you are a a woman who gets married and decides I'd like to stay home and raise the kids, that's that's a tough thing and that's your choice. If you can't because of your economic situation, that's wrong. Or if you don't want to get married, you don't want to have kids and you don't want to be in the kitchen and you don't want to cook, that's good as well uh, too. Uh, uh, You know, it's good. It's all good. But it's all added up. And it got stoked. They got, I, I think the fear of it all got monetized. Uh, that's, that was the, the, red, the red scare. Uh, communism, uh, uh, Russians, uh, all that, the Cold War. Look into the 50s. It's bonkers, right? Because I just grew up with it as something in the rearview mirror. It was something in my rearview mirror as something that affected my life. But it doesn't seem real. It just seems like something in a textbook. Um, and you can write it off as what it was. It was scary. Scary. It was like witch trials. People being essentially pulled out, burned at the stake on the suspicion that they might be communists. Now, again, I think, my take, communism, maybe not the thing I'd like. Socialism, democratic socialism. Eugene Debs running for president four times in the late 1800s into the 1900s. Um, When you really dig into it, you might find that there's more there for you than you thought. But I never thought I could look into it. And by the way, I'm not not claiming myself as a democratic socialist right now. I I think there's some good things in there. I still like the ideas of a free market society. I just don't think we actually have that. Uh, I don't think that's really what we have. I don't think that's what capitalism is. Maybe on paper, but not now. But it was all built into this thing in the 1950s. These weird... Here's the weirdest... It is, to me, the weirdest thing, how bad this red scare got, that you don't want to be a commie. By the way, I grew up in the 80s, came of age in the 80s, uh, a kid with Ukrainian and uh, Circassian heritage, a.k.a. Russian, and I still face some of that. Life wasn't hard, but that was still a thing. What are you, commie? <laughs> but my dad comes over in 1951, and had his, uh, you know, face beaten in for it because he spoke Russian as his first language in schools in Iowa. Uh, That's why my grandparents came to America to escape communist Soviet Union. Not good. Came to America to chase the dream, and America spat in their face and wanted to throw them back to whence they came. And it was all this manufactured fear of of this and, and... and that's when it all became that the military industrial complex emerges from that and it needs its threats and it needs its fear. And if you aren't a, a red-blooded American Christian and the family unit as we know it, and, and, and if you deviate from that, you might be of the devil or worse, you might be of the Russians, right? It deserves more studying. In watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, 
the fourth Indiana Jones film that I'm here to tell you is really good. Some things, some parts, some pacing, some interesting things that I don't all enjoy in it, but as, as a movie, as a piece of art, that's trying to say something. The backdrop of the Red Scare, the backdrop of the 1950s, is very prevalent in the movie. It's a movie that is uh, about trust, about information, and the search for the truth. It's about people hiding who they are. It's about people feeling they have to hide who they are. People getting information that changes who they think of themselves and redefine their identity. And it's the power of knowledge and it's the power of not knowing. And it's how too much knowledge, you, you can't have it. It's unnatural. You can't know everything and trust is important. But in that, there's a lot. The, the villains are Russians. It's the Cold War era. And they touch Jim Broadbent's character when he's firing Indiana Jones at the beginning of the movie Indiana Jones is fired because the suspicion is that nuke fridge gig that a, a, a joke that everyone hates. Excuse me, it's going to say gimmick. I said gig. It 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 it, 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 it you to lose focus on what it's actually about. He comes back. He survives that. He fights the Russians. He survives it, and then he's suspected of working with the Russians. So he's the the, the college Marshall College has to let him go. They suspend him. He has to go find work. Jim Broadbent's character resigns. And they have a conversation about what it is to be American at this point. What is that? What's the truth? And how nonsensical this Red Scare and McCarthyism and the pursuit of Reds is. And before I get into the Indiana Jones and the King Crystal, Crystal Skull thread, it's so bizarre. The thing I mentioned, the, the, the just, this is why I think it bears a, a deeper look. People, people were so afraid of being associated with with uh, another form of of of, of uh, a government, another economic system, or another religious belief. People were so afraid of that in the 1950s that the Cincinnati Reds changed their team name to the Cincinnati Redlegs. That's something I grew up with knowing. It was a fun trivia fact for me. Oh, did you know in the 50s for a few seasons they were called the Cincinnati Redlegs so that people didn't think they were Russians? I didn't know what the fuck that truly meant. That's batshit level insanity that a professional baseball team has to change their name lest uh, they be um, considered <laughs> working with the Russians. So instead, they, you know, other teams just uh, use uh, Native American imagery and, you know, that's great. Um, so anyways, anyways, all this to get back to aliens. We're talking aliens, which is featured in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, I do agree with that take on it. The problem I have with what this guy's claiming is now that I've seen the interview in full, I hadn't, I apologize, I hadn't when I watched this. I, I'm sorry. He's saying there's a program in which we, the government is, uh, of this here United States, is collecting crashed alien spacecraft and occasionally aliens. Some of them intact. The ships, the craft, the pilots intact. And the interviewer says, great, have you seen it? And he says, no, I've been told. Do you have evidence? Well, no, I, I can't tell you it's classified, but everyone should know. He's going through whistleblower channels, all the stuff. So here's what I hope. I hope maybe as a uh, going as a whistleblower that this uncovers some things. And if there's is, is alien craft at area 51 and there was aliens who crash landed at Roswell, I hope to God that this leads us to that truth. I just don't think that will happen. I don't think we'll ever know. And that's just where we're at. I don't believe him. I don't, I don't believe him. 
Same time frame after recording the episode last week, there's about what I thought was a month old uh, uh, body cam footage from a uh, police officer. Two, I think, in the Vegas area. I don't know if they're Vegas Metro police officers, but they uh, could be uh, Sheriff's Department. They are on a call, and as they're dealing with a call, they're on a, a service call. They, uh, what are the on the body cams? You see this green light, not unlike the green behind me here, uh, a green almost triangle light fall from the sky and lands. You see it; it's there. I don't think it was made in iMovie. It's there. And then uh, the news report uh, immediately jumps to this 911 call uh, in which some neighbors uh, in the nearby neighborhood say, there's, hey, 911, there's, it sounds like, it sounded like an SNN bit, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Hey, there's, uh, there's an alien ship in my yard and there's two green creatures. They're about eight feet tall. One's looking at me. But you send the police. So these two officers, they work in the area. They go take the call. They buy the call. They get there about 30 minutes later. Their defense, they're probably handling another call for service as seen in the dash, in the, not dashboard, but the body cam footage. But they go to the other call and they talk to the people and they get information. And one of the officers is like, holy, like, I got to tell you something. My partner saw something and he saw something over in this area. We saw this green, screen, uh, green thing in the sky. And now you're saying this. Oh my God. We, we're, yeah, we, what happened? Can you describe it? And they're taking notes. And the officer says something, and I'll tell you this. The officer says something that's real fucked up. And I don't I know I know he didn't mean it. So I don't I don't want to hold him too much to the flames, but this is a little bit of my problem with law enforcement. It's a little bit problem my problem with uh, people and how we don't engage with problems until we experience them. The officer says, again, I get it. I I don't think he needs to be raked over the calls. But he says, ah, as he's taking the witness description for these people that reported via 911 call that there's aliens in our, our backyard, he says, normally I wouldn't take this seriously. I wouldn't really, you know, care, essentially. That's not a quote, but he says, hey, I normally wouldn't take this seriously, but my partner saw something. Ain't that some fucked up shit? And that's how we humans are. Side note. We don't take the sufferings of others. We don't uh, take the needs of others into account until we feel it directly, whether it's us or someone close to us, right? By the way, I do it too. I've done it. I'm trying to get better about it. That's why if you like soccer and I don't, your, your answer is right. I just won't watch it. That's that's okay, right? I, that pissed me off when I saw that, right? Because I, I I've experienced that. Um, I know other people experience it. I know more 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 than a few women that have called uh, police officers for help in domestic violence situations, and they couldn't give two shits. Um, that happens in communities. That's a problem. It's a problem. We're talking about fun aliens, but that's a side note. The other thing, here's the thing, man. And I, I, where's, where's, it got to be more than the body cam footage. Where is it? Where is it? An alien ship lands in your backyard. By the way, there was more than a few people in the house. I think it was a large family. I don't know if it was a family gathering, but in the video, I thought I saw like at least three or four adults walk out. I don't, this phone I had, this cell phone I had, doesn't leave. I take it to the bathroom. 
I set it next to uh, me in the shelf uh, on a shelf when I take a shower. Giggity. I I take it in the backyard when I take the dog's potty, when I'm watering the lawn. I have I I have this phone, for better or worse, with me at all times. You can't tell me the four adults in the house with an alien ship in their goddamn backyard who had the wherewithal to call 911 and one of them doesn't snap a picture to the mini blinds. I don't know the full length uh, uh, this goes. That's not a conspiracy theory that they were hiding something. Maybe they pranked it. Maybe something did fall. Something was in the sky. I believe the body cam footage. Maybe they thought they were having some fun. And maybe they said, let's call 911. There's aliens in our backyard. And then the cops showed up and they were like, gulp. And maybe that's the case. This stuff happens. I had an employee for me years ago, about 2007, 2007, 2008 range, security guard at the mall I was working at. He on the way into work one Sunday morning, quiet, boring Sunday morning, calls the front desk of our security office, uses some sort of uh, silly voice, and says there's a bomb at the mall. Uh, shows up to work. Uh, about half hour later, coffee in hand, ready to change in his uniform, and there's oodles of police cars, bomb squad, uh, security directors like me and my boss there, um, mall being taped off. Uh, someone called, he, what's the goes on? They said, well, someone called and said there's a, a, a device in the mall. And at that point he says nothing. Oh, bleep. I don't know why I censored that one. Oh shit. Um, uh, nothing was found as often are with bomb threats. Mall was cleared. Uh, we, my security staff, uh, we searched them all. Uh, we're the front lines of that, by the way, not the police or the bomb squad. Nothing found. One of the reasons is, by the way, to defend the police a little bit on that. If if there's a bomb threat to a place like, say, a mall or a theme park, um, the security professionals are going to know what things look like a little bit more than the responding police officers. So I'll be fair about that. But also shows the, a little bit of the um, important... Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, job duties that some uh, security professionals have. Um, so he pranked. He pranked it. He pranked it. Pranked a bomb threat and the police showed up. What happened? About five to six months later, that employee came to my office and said, hey, remember that bomb threat on that Sunday morning? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. So, hey, um, I called that in. I went, oh, no. Oh, you you did? He goes, yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, I guess we're going to have to find a way to discipline him. He might have to fire him. Okay. I said, so let me ask you this. Who, does anyone know this? Are you confessing to this me, to me uh, for the first time? And, you know, who knows this? He goes, well, the FBI knows it because they called me and they're coming over to uh, investigate. Now, I, I don't think he ended up facing any charges or was arrested. I think it all was worked out and maybe he got a, a very fortunate slap on the wrist. But man, that was a prank that went too far. I believe something was in the sky. Something maybe was near a house. And someone said, hey, let's call 911 and say there's an alien in our backyard. An old bleep. Again, I don't know why I censored it. Oh, Shazbot. An alien prank call was met with actual police officers. That's what I think. Am I cynical? Yes. I'm cynical. Because conspiracy theories often hide the truth. And it often means we're not dealing with what's actually in front of us. I think that was a prank. I think a whistleblower thing might be real. 
as I said last week, great. I hope someone with a, with a high-definition news-quality camera uh, comes along and they whip open a, a warehouse and the Millennium fucking Falcon is sitting in there. I hope it. I hope that's the case. I don't think it's the case. I don't think it's the case. I think the reality is there's some fear being played with. And that it's easy to go that way. But I could just be a crazy dude with a beard and a beanie. By the way, go to the Stream Elements shop and get yourself a Team Zoc beanie. Please help me buy a sandwich. Anyways, um, and if I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, by the way, you have to have irrefutable proof. I'm not asking for proof of God. But if you think alien crafts, uh, crafts have been here on Earth, uh, especially post-World War II, post uh, the dropping of two nuclear bombs, and that triggered it, which was some things I've heard. You've, you've got to have it all there for me. I've got to shake hand, hands, flippers. I can shake flippers with that gray alien. I, I, you, you, that's how it's got to be. Otherwise, I do believe it's a bit of a work because people don't like to engage with what's actually there, and we needed that. I've always said before, aliens built the pyramids? No, slaves probably did. Huh? Right? And people in power used them to build it. In general, right? It's obviously way more complicated than that. I always had to do the caveats because I'm on the internet. I'm on the internet. And I'm just barfing into a microphone. Star Wars expert, I say one time, I don't know, Chewbacca, and someone will write me, you said Chewbacca, you idiot, it's Chewbacca. I misspoke because I speak into microphones for six hours a week on Star Wars. God, I love the internet. Um, We're done. I'm out of here. I got some comedy shows coming up. If you are going to be down in San Diego for San Diego Comic-Con, I don't know if I'll be at the con, but I will be at the American Comedy Company with Mark Ellis and others. Look for more information about that soon. If you're in New York in October for New York Comic Con, good chance, nothing official, but good chance we'll be out there for some comedy shows, New York Comedy Club, and more dates, more dates to come. All right? I'd like you to consider something. Supporting me on Patreon at patreon.com slash If you support at the uh, merch tier, you get a Hope shirt. If you support at the high tier, you get a, oh, are you excited? Are you ready for this? A Hope hoodie. Spread hope. Today, I didn't have a lot of hope. And that's okay. Sometimes, some days you don't have hope. Because some days, an absolute lying, grifting criminal gets indicted. And there's still people walking around going, nah, that's still my guy. I don't know what to do with that anymore. That's the blathering. See ya. Bye.